Hello, Blue here at Particle Measuring Systems. Today, I have the pleasure to discuss continuous monitoring concept with Sarah Todisco. Sarah is an advisory documentation specialist at Particle Measuring Systems. She has a scientific background in medical biotechnology and molecular medicine. She has been on the advisory team for two years, first as an advisory analyst and currently as an advisory documentation specialist. Her role is focused on supporting the team to issue and apply the microbiome approach and strategy for pharmaceutical companies worldwide, environmental monitoring, trend analysis, and sterility assurance basic training. She is skilled with the knowledge of GMP and quality assurance. She also co collaborates with training and coaching activities for the team and customers. Hello, Sarah, how are you? Fine, fine, and you? I'm great. So my first question for you is, what is the best approach for the companies to be in compliance with new NX1 requirements from the monitoring point of view? Okay, thank you so much, Blue. So first of all, we can say that the new Annex 1 completely changed the point of view and the approach for the contamination control. With the new Annex 1, it's very important to have a holistic approach, which means having both kinds of monitoring systems, so total and viable particles. In the past, these two methods were often considered separately, but now it's very important to compare all the data because the holistic approach is really the base of a best practice in the pharmaceutical company. And because in this way, you will have a complete overview of the contamination in your environment. The second point is about the continuous monitoring. In fact, if you read the section nine of the Annex one, you'll find there is a focus on clean rooms and on the concept of a continuous monitoring in aseptic environments. This means monitoring operations should be undertaken for the full duration of the critical processes and so that all intervention, transient events and any system deterioration are captured. Last but not least, there is another point to discuss from the monitoring point of view, and so the possibility to choose between the continuous monitoring methods, settle plates or activate. The choice is not mandatory, but it's a proposal of a new mindset compared with the past, and this means a lot of benefits for the company in terms of monitoring procedures and costs to monitor. So these are the main points that uh, the companies need to follow to be in compliance with the new Annex 1. Okay, so what are the differences between passive settle plates and active air sampling? Okay, there are many differences between these two sampling methods. For sure, the main point is the methods themselves. Passive air consists of the exposure of the settled plates to the air. So this is not a quantitative method, but only a qualitative method because it is based on the gravitational fall of the potential microorganisms that for sure we can identify, but we cannot say how is the real amount in the air. On the contrary, active air sampling is based on a, a defined quantitative of air aspirated, and so it's also a quantitative method because allow also to calculate the number of microorganisms according to a defined volume. 
But not only that, one of the most important is that Activate is a validable sampling method by controlling the key parameter, the growth capability by growth promotion test, the aspiration flow rate, and the dehydration of the agar. Otherwise, the settled plates are just an exposure of the agar, so the unique characteristic that we can validate is the capability of the agar to capture the microorganisms. And uh, on particle measuring systems, if you want, on the website, you can find also other application notes about this topic. Right. So what are the instruments that PMS can supply for the active air monitoring? Yes, particle measuring systems can support the customers by supplying different kinds of devices to perform total particle and active and passive air. For the microbial monitoring, the active air sampling systems are, for example, Minicapt Pro, that uh, it's a remote microbial air sampler, or Minicapt Mobile, Biocapt single-use, that is a, a single-use system, and the Biocapt impactor for the remote system, it's a stainless steel system. And of course, Particle Measuring Systems offers data analyst particle counter software too. But the choice between these devices depends on the evaluation of business risk, quality risk, and customer requirements. So the sales department of our company lead the customers to the best choice for the environment. Okay, so what about the validation of the, bio, the BioCap single use? How does PMS support the customer? And also, is there a guideline to define the steps of the validation strategy for this device? Okay, yes, the validation step is very, very important and uh, for the customer when decided to install a device, so for example, like BioCap single use. And so the validation of these systems is a customized validation on customer environment, time of sampling, use conditions, and so on. So it's very, very important that each customer define and study a specific validation protocol referred to the device in use. So please consider this point as a recommendation and keep in mind the Annex 15 and the Section 2.6. About the, the BioCAP single user, the strategy uh, needs to demonstrate that the device performs according to your specific use conditions. And uh, as a advisory team, we can support the customers to choose the best validation strategy and the particle measuring systems can share a validation dossier where the customers can find many key information on the device, for example, on the BioCAP single use and its validation process. And uh, as I mentioned in the paper, you can find on the website uh, a particle measuring system case study on a single-use device performance after four hours continuous sampling, for example. Okay, so is it possible to do a risk assessment document to establish or study the best monitoring frequencies and conditions? And also, could PMS advisory group support companies in this type of um, documentation? Absolutely, yes, Bloom. It is recommended within the Annex 1. Each monitoring plan should be documented and justified with a strong scientific rationale within a risk assessment. In addition, this risk assessment should be described and supported with a rationale within the contamination control strategy. 
Of course, each monitoring plan is specific for each company, so a customization is mandatory. Usually, a study of monitoring plan starts with the process understanding to understand better, for example, the process flow, the material flow, the personal flow, and so on. So the first step is to understand what are the possible areas that could be critical from the contamination point of view? And so could they represent a risk, a real risk of contamination for the process and also for the product? Then it's possible to define the potential sampling points locations. And after these, using, for example, different tools, it's possible also to define the different level of risk high level of risk, medium level or low level for each potential sampling points. Once that the points and the risk levels are described, it's also possible to define the frequencies of monitoring according to the critical areas, internal procedures um, of the company, for example, and so on. And as an advisory team, we are here to help customers to understand what the strategic and better solution for their company is to improve or make a strong monitoring plan. This support includes three different steps. At first, the meeting with the customer and the scheduling of the visit on site. The second step is our jumble walk at the customer plant to see and evaluate together the initial situation. And the next step, collect information and share our knowledge with the customers. The third step is the sharing of a risk assessment draft that the customer will review and comments with us to align all the points of view and finalize the document as the best. If some of our attendees need help, don't hesitate to contact us, of course. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today, Sarah. Thank you, Blue. Bye.